Good morning. Welcome to our It Is Well uh, Tuesday morning prayer and praise this morning. I hope you and your families are doing well and you remain in my prayers. Continue to stay healthy. We're now in month five of this COVID-19 virus pandemic and every day we continue to hear about sickness, death, and social distancing and also we hear about the testing and vaccine, the chance of a vaccine and it's all important work and, and all that is being done and and let's be hopeful that um, some good news will come soon, sooner than later. There's still much worry over whether we'll get to <clears throat> get the virus or contaminate ourselves or someone else or contaminate us. Now questions are coming about questions come up about reopening. And I believe this has added even more to all the extra emotions of it all. We've tried to deal with this stress with responses that are, I believe, very normal reactions. However, the prolonged and severe stress of it all day by day has us, I think, living under some form of distress now. I looked up that word distress. It says extreme anxiety, deep sorrow, and pain. Other words might include suffering, anxiety, disquieted souls, despair. All kinds of words can highlight what we're all experiencing right now. There's a story about an esteemed Scottish minister, and he was a, also a hymn writer by the name of George Matheson, who was reminded at his sister's wedding of the rejection and the great disappointment he had experienced just before he was to marry his college fiancée. George Matheson was going blind for a number of years, and when told of his impending total blindness, she is said to have informed him, I do not wish to be the wife of a blind preacher. I love you, but I will have to let you go. When reminded of this again at his sister's wedding, he penned the words of a song entitled, O oh, love that will not let me go. I'm glad today that God doesn't say to me or to you, I love you, but I will have to let you go. No, not at all. God would never say that to us or anyone. God loves us and God is with us in this virus. Scripture says the Holy Spirit helps us in our distress, for we don't even know what we should pray for, nor how we should pray, but the Holy Spirit prays for us. Romans 8:26. The Lord knew that there would be times when we would be so overwhelmed with emotion that we wouldn't know how or what to pray. So God gives us the Holy Spirit to help us during these times of distress. In the scriptures, the psalmist, the psalmist declares, I am too distressed even to pray. And also, you have enlarged me when I was in distress. When we are distressed, our minds are deeply troubled. It is like we are desperate and living in constant state of danger. Many today, because of this COVID virus, are living in this state of anxiety due to the events that have gone out just totally out of control and regardless of how the virus started, which we may never know. Distress, I think, is more than just some stress due to an inconvenience. Distress can better be described as a crisis of some sort in our life, a crisis that appears insurmountable with painful emotions. Our bodies are exhausted and we have mental fatigue as well, and it's heavy. 
real question in our hearts and maybe in our minds at times is, where is God? What can or will God do? The Psalms speak frequently and honestly of the distresses common to us all. Every time David experienced distress, he also discovered God, who was there and his love, grace, power, and purpose were not diminished in the least. In the New Testament, the Greek word translated as distress describes pressure or narrowness of room. We hardly have any more capacity or room to take in any more stress, do we? The stress we face is when something is squeezing us in ways that is uncomfortable. Distress is what you feel when the pressure seems too much to bear, when life situations seem limiting until you turn to God. Why does it take us so long before we look to the only one who always has sufficient grace and power over anything that we face? In Samuel, 2 Samuel, we read that David said that God heard his cries for help, and he responded this way. The waves of death overwhelmed me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I cried out to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. In the Psalms, we also find instances of distress. Psalm 18, in my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. A few weeks ago, we preached on a, a prayer that, that millions of people around the world pray, the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's a powerful prayer, but most may have never heard the, the last eight lines in that prayer. I'm going to read those to you. And take these in today, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. A big amen there. You see, daily life has its fair share, ups and downs. We've all experienced them. And there are days we want to escape. Most of us will feel this way at some point in our lives when stress and daily living becomes unbearable. We think we can't handle things the way they are because they're too stressful. So we decide to use a fight or flight way of dealing with the distress we feel. God has a powerful truth for us to hear. The way to handle stressful situations is to cease fighting against them and instead to try to find peace and to be at rest. The psalmist in 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Those are words that quiet our souls, to be still and to rest. Jesus described it as a peacefulness that we will both find and receive as we spend time learning from him, our good shepherd. 
Our human instinct clamors for us to escape, but God calls us to draw near. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. The amazing thing is that God still does a wonderful work in our lives in spite of how we feel. God is still in charge, even when we may not think he is here at all. C.K. Chesterton's character, Father Brown, which at one time was made a TV series, once said, we are on the wrong side of the tapestry. The right side of the tapestry. How true, he says. We see the knots, the snarls, and the frayed underside. But God is on the right side of the tapestry, the side God is weaving into a beautiful work of art. We may not always know what the master artist is doing in our lives, but the important thing is God knows what God is doing in our lives. When we see the all-powerful God on the throne of the universe, God who is faithfully committed to our good, we are relieved of much stress. I think our, our stress can help draw us into this closer relationship with God. And during these days of distress, be intentional. Take more time to be with God. Time and again, it was said of the people of Israel, but in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them, turned to the Lord. It was in jo Jonah's darkest hour, in his most stressful circumstances, he said this, In my distress, I called to the Lord, and he answered me, Call out to the Lord. The Psalms are full of references of turning to God, seeking God and finding God in times of intense stress. I call on the Lord in my distress, Psalm 120 says, and God answers me. You see, God is our refuge. God is our strength. God is our source of healing and hope. And may our loving God, in the words of Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, give you a sense of comfort and hope in these days of COVID-19 distress. Let us pray. <clears throat> oh, loving God, in this time of anxiety and distress, we lift you up the coronavirus situation throughout the world. We beg you to halt the spread of this disease and to grant healing and comfort to all those afflicted. Please place your healing hand upon us. Protect all of us from any infection and harm. Lord Jesus, give clarity to our leaders in making decisions for the good of all. Give our medical experts wisdom and knowledge to combat the spread of the virus and to find a cure for it. And Holy Spirit, please bring peace and new life into everyone. May you grace us with a strong sense of social responsibility to be prudent and considerate in all our actions Bless all people to work together as one family of God and to be compassionate to one another. We believe in you, we place our trust in you, and we give our all our hope we place into you. We pray all these things in the name of the Christ who loves us. Amen. God bless you, and may it be well with your soul. <clears throat>